You're listening to Karen Swain, teacher of deliberate creation, accentuating the positive, showing you a way to a better life. Accentuating the positive, it's not just bad, it's sanity. Who in their right mind would accentuate anything else? I've got a delicious girl on the phone with me at the moment. Her name is Sasha Cobra. She's out here from the States and she travels the world teaching people about relating, relationships, sexuality, tantra, all that good stuff that we all need to know about, something that perplexes most of us most of our life. Good morning, Sasha. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. Great to have you on ATP Radio. So tell me, Sasha, how did you get into this work? Um, well, many, many years back, I met a man named Shantan Nityama, and um, I spent many years around him, and he's been doing this work for almost, probably at this point, about 30 years. Okay. And he also does a certain style of energy work that um, he taught me how to do, and it's a, it's a big aspect of the work that I do in assisting people in removing blockages from the body, really connecting them to themselves. And yeah. you call your body work, it's Nityama body work, yeah? Nitavana bodywork. Nitavana bodywork. And just to explain exactly what it is that you do with the bodywork sessions. Nitavana bodywork is a hands-on energy style of bodywork that uses sexual energy to open up the body. Now, when I say sexual energy, what I'm really referring to is your own life force. Mm-hmm. Because you were made in sex. Exactly. Two people came together, mm-hmm. they had sex, and through that manifestation you were created. Mm-hmm. So you're literally sexual energy walking around. So the energy work uses your own life force, your own sexual energy, whatever you want to call it, to start to open up and remove blocks from the body. So a lot of people, what they experience is um, oftentimes they'll experience what they would call chronic tension in the body or maybe they don't even aren't even aware of the chronic tension but they're aware of being in their life and seeing certain ways that they hit up against blocks maybe their relating isn't working out maybe their money isn't coming in maybe they're not getting the kind of work that they want to have so all of those things are a reflection of blockages that we have within the body and the energy work assists in moving in and opening up all of these places. Once the, the body opens up, then your life actually reflects that openness directly. Yeah. So what it may look like is that all of a sudden now everything's moving harmoniously and relating. Now money's coming in. Now they get a promotion at work. Everything becomes an alignment because you become in alignment with your own self. Mm, mm. Look, it's, uh, I've seen your work because Sasha shows a film when she does her nights. She shows a film of her doing the body work and you only work on men doing the body work. Why is that? Well, as I mentioned to you before, well, because I work with Nityama and not that I work with him but complementary to him mm-hmm. and his focus has always been on working with women. Mm-hmm. So my focus has been working with men because... Well, it's the women part is kind of covered on his end. And at the same time, we do work with both sexes. My focus has just always been on the men because I also feel like there's a lack of that mm-hmm. at this point in time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of focus on the women and how men are aggressive and this is a patriarchal society, which it is. 
but there's a lot of men out there that are hurting and a lot of men that really need assistance and healing. And I feel like that there's a lack of that available for them. Yeah, look, I agree, actually, because all the women are healers and they're all healing the women. It seems to be something when you're working with energy Mm -hmm. that women are very attracted to, maybe more so now than before. I've got to say the young guys or the younger men are really into it. But as I said before, I've seen you do your work and it is something quite extraordinary. I've been in this business for about 30 years and I've never seen anything quite as extraordinary as what you do with this energy. It's interesting that you call, we're walking sexual energy because a lot of people that have near-death experiences say that when they die it's like having the most amazing orgasm so that spiritual energy or that life force energy is like sexual energy it's like pure bliss excitement energy vitality sexual energy is life force energy and uh, yeah we do tend to block it off I think there's a lot of ideas around sexual energy that misconstrue or misrepresent what it is in society. When it comes to relating between men and women, what do you see goes wrong the most between in relationships? Well, for one is a whole lot of expectations. <laughs> we are, and, and this goes both ways, you know, both, both parties are responsible. We are just totally programmed to create expectations for others that we ourselves are actually unprepared to fulfill. So what does that look like? I want my partner to be really loving, but am I willing to be really loving? I want him to be patient. Am I willing to be really patient? I want him to show up and be there for me through thick and thin. Am I willing to do it? So a lot of times we're always expecting the other to do what we want first. So we have this idea, well, well, if if you show up and you love me unconditionally, then I can do it too. And so all of us are wanting to be loved, but we're always waiting for the other to do it first. And that's backwards. Mm. Everything starts with you. So if I tell men and women, you are both responsible. Somebody must take the first step. So if you want love, you got to give love. If you want patience, you need to give patience. Whatever it is that you seek, give that first. Mm. And okay. something that is really important between men and women nowadays yeah. is that the dynamics between the dance with the masculine and feminine has become chaotic because in most instances, women are very masculine themselves. So now it's no longer complementary, meaning even if you look at the yin and yang symbol, mm. those two parts are complementary to one another, and they create wholeness. They perfect, perfectly in harmony. They sit together. So if you have two parts that are attempting to do the same role, it's no longer complementary. It's going to create chaos. So for a lot of women... They're very masculine-oriented. They're always trying to take the control, trying to take the lead, instead of understanding the posture and the power of the feminine and how it complements the masculine. This also creates men being very effeminate. So even though you may have a woman that's masculine and a, and a man that's effeminate, that 
in one way or another can appear to be complementary, but it's exhausting for both sides. Because we know that, you know, when you have women out there in the world taking very masculine roles as the CEOs of a company, unless they really understand how to nurture their internal feminine, they get burnt out. They get exhausted. They're tired. And so they look to the man to be able to assist them in a lot of ways. But if you're taking the role of the man, the man falls into a feminine posture. So both of the, both of the sexes get tired of being out of alignment with their true nature. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, look, it's fascinating stuff. I'm going to play an ad and put on the news and then we'll come mm-hmm. back and talk more to Sasha. If you've got any questions, give me a call on 94196969. Maybe you've got some questions to ask about your sexuality or your relationship or how you're relating. I was sitting next to a beautiful young girl the other day that says, I always attract men that abuse me. I don't know why. She seemed like such a loving, beautiful girl. Anyway, we'll come back and talk more about that. So stay tune and we'll come back and chat to Sasha. Thanks, Sasha. Stay on the line. I've been chatting with Sasha Cobra, who's out here from the States, talking about Tantra and relating and sexuality and all that good stuff. She's a brilliant young girl. I'm actually putting her on at the Difference Makers on the 2nd of April and I've got a couple of tickets to give away to our subscribers. Thomas from Medicine for the People, talking about being love. That's what we're talking about today. Being love, love from the Divine Mother mirror that's coming out to Australia and love in relationships. I've got some fabulous, juicy questions to ask Sasha. I have a beautiful young girl on the phone called Sasha Cobra who teaches energy work. She does an energy body work called Nitayama, which is about moving sexual energy through the body or energy in general, life force energy. You could call it sexual energy or life force energy and, uh, you know, releasing some of those blocks and that sort of frustration that we hold in our bodies and in our energy system. And we've asked people to call in with a couple of questions and I've got a couple of good ones for you. One person says from a man who says love and lust, what is the correlation between the two? How about we speak about what is the difference between the two? Okay. His words were what is the correlation between the two, but the difference between the two would be good. But, but the reason why I say it like that is because the two actually have very little to do with one another. Okay. So instead of looking at the similarity, it's more of looking at what is each one individually and how they relate. And so lust has really absolutely nothing to do with love. Lust has nothing to do with love. Yes. Interesting. Lust, when somebody, first of all, I guess we would have to define the word lust, but the way that I perceive it is that when you lust for somebody, there is something that you desire or that you want from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love is never about taking. Mm-hmm. It's always about giving. So when you lust after something, you want a piece of them. You want this or you want to make love to them. You want them to spend time with you. There's yeah. something that you're all the time looking to take. Yeah, You want them to fulfill the whole in you. You're wanting them to fulfill something, something that you're that's... wanting to fulfill through taking. Yes. It's uh-huh. never through a sharing or giving. Uh-huh. So love gives. Love is a state, a state that one is in where they 
feel to give, to share, and to love from their own being. Meaning, even when we look at love, love could be you're in a relating with somebody. And maybe the most loving thing that you can do for them is to give them space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so love means understanding how to give in a relationship to the other person in a way that they understand love. You've got a lot of people saying, well, I want to be with you all the time, and I want this and I want that because I love you so much. Yeah. Well, if you really love me so much, then wouldn't you do something that makes me feel loved? So we have to learn how to understand each other's, I'm going to call kind of like ways of loving. Uh Uh-huh. So that you're giving to the other person. You're making them feel loved. You're not attempting to take and control and dominate for your own pleasure. Ah, oh, Don, love, love what you're saying. Love, love, love what you're saying. So that was from Paul. And there's another question from a young girl who called in, Annie. And she says, why do men sum up how much love you have for them is equal to how much sex you give them? That isn't. Excellent question. And it's something that I cover quite a lot Mm -hmm. in my communication to people. And I start with sharing something about polarity. Now, polarity and how it works, we're really familiar with it when we put batteries into remote control. So on a battery, you have a positive charge and a negative charge. The positive charge gives, the, the negative charge receives. Now, within our own bodies, we also have polarity. And it just so happens that the polarity within a female body is that she is positive in her heart area and she is negative in her vagina, meaning she gives love from her heart and she receives from her vagina. Now, in a man, it's the complete opposite. So he's negative in his heart and he's positive in his genitals, Mm -hmm. meaning he receives love, he receives in his heart area, Mm -hmm. but he gives from his genitals. So it's a very, I'm going to say, a natural phenomenon for a man to want to connect through his genitals. Now, a lot of men are very unconscious of this understanding and the polarity in the body, but they intuitively know that when they're with a woman, they immediately want to connect with their positive pole, which for them is the genitals. Mm -hmm. The same way that for a woman... Women kind of have this tendency to always pull men into their heart area. They like their breasts being touched. They like the man to lay on her breast, things like that, because that is where she connects. It's her positive pull. So because we live in a society where sex is in a lot of ways taboo or repressed, or you have a lot of men out there that just are very confused about how to make love to a woman. Mm -hmm. So women tend to kind of pull away from the sex or not want to rush it or just not even want to allow for a man to use their bodies in a lot of ways that men do because of their lack of understanding of how to make love. Mm -hmm. But it's a natural inclination for a man to feel love, receive love, and experience love through connecting through his positive pull, which is going to be the genitals for him. So it's just like this complete misunderstanding between the sexes because we're we're doing it differently, which is, you know, we're doing it differently. So I guess harmony in a relationship, in a loving relationship, would be about understanding how the other is different. And, And a a big part of it also is having, I'm going to say education or understanding in the world, in society, about what lovemaking is about. Mm -hmm. 
because I've never met women that just naturally don't want to have sex. From what I have found is that women actually want to have sex more than men. The reason why it appears to be otherwise is because women don't want the quality of sex that most men are bringing to them. Right. (laughs) I'm thinking of a lot of older women I know. Like I remember talking to my my dad's cousin who left the planet the year before last at 95. And I said to her, when did you stop having sex? And she said, oh, in my 60s. And I said, why? And she said, oh, I was over it. (laughs) I thought, oh, interesting. And I mean, it's a beautiful thing that she even stopped at 60 because there's some women that are 20 and they're over it. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, and, and I actually, you know, as I mentioned before, I work with a lot of men and I have men in their twenties that come to me and say, you know what? I'm bored with sex. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I don't know what it's about, but I know that there's something more to it. So what is it really about? Yeah. yeah. Because I know it's a lot more than what I've experienced. So and need- so if we if we had the the education, the understanding, the naturalness around it, you know, because what we see is what they have in movies, which is really, you know, skewed. Uh-huh. And then we have porn, which totally has nothing to do with what sex is really like. Right. Yeah. So if you have all these young people, you know, they get to a certain age, and now with Internet being so readily available with all kinds of information, you get to a certain age and sex is of interest. So you go, I want to know what sex is about. You Google it. And what you will find on the internet as your model for what sex is, is totally backwards to what is in alignment for the body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like I said, no one is to blame. It's a miseducation. And should it be corrected, should it be, should people be informed and should there be more natural, naturalness around sexuality in our societies, then women would be much more inclined to want to engage with men sexually. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I'm hearing you. So it's an education around sexuality and energy and how to use it, how to utilize it, how to use it to give, how to use it to, to receive. And, and uh, when you know that, you, you, you can do it up until the day you die, I suppose. You can enjoy, you can enjoy the pleasure of it and, and have, it, have it nourish the body instead of feeling like it's a drain. Because I know a lot of women, they say that, especially when they start having children, it's just another chore that they have to do. <laughs> It's like, oh, yes. this is another chore. I just, oh, now he wants me to have sex. There's something else he wants from me. Instead of feeling like it's nourishing them and, and their partner. Right. Yeah. And, it, and, it's, and it's quite a shame because lovemaking, the sexual act and our sexual energy, is such a powerful healing tool yep. for both sexes. I've, so when yep. you take that away, it's like imagine that we're born into life and we're given the strongest medicine that there is for many, many cures. And that one medicine is taken away from us. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the difficulties that we experience on a physical level, on a mental level, on a spiritual level, can actually all be healed and cured through conscious lovemaking. Yeah, beautiful. Ah, oh, too good. I could talk to you about this all day, honey, all day. So if you're interested and you want to hear more from Sasha, give me a call because Sasha's coming to Sydney. She's in Melbourne at the moment. She's coming to Sydney to do a talk about it at the Difference Makers. And I've got a, a double pass to give away to one of our subscribers. It's on the 2nd of April, which is a Thursday evening. And then she's doing a more intensive workshop or talk about it on the Saturday night in Paddington. So give me a call. 
if you'd be interested or if maybe you know of someone that would be interested. I think the education around lovemaking and sexual energy is, I think it should be taught in every school, really, because as Mm -hmm. you're right, young kids get on the internet, they think that what's on the internet, the porn that they see is sex and it just messes with their head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Oh, Dying, thanks so much for being on ATP Radio. It's been beautiful to talk with you this morning. I can't wait to hear your talk and to hear what you've got to say because everything that comes out of your mouth, I'm loving. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> and, and thank uh, you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Enjoy your day in the beautiful Melbourne, and we'll see you in Sydney real soon. Beautiful. Thank you. Thanks, Sasha. Bye for now. Sasha Cobra there talking about Tantra and sexuality. We had more questions for her, but we've run out of time. The phone's going hot. So we can be love. The fabulous Bob Marley. <laughs> 